Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and happy Friday. It is February 25th, 530. This is the pre-show and welcome. Thank you guys so much for joining us for this half hour. Thank you all for Checking in on this Friday morning, Texas Moore family, we see you texting us at 702-364-9400. Buckeye Bob, Carl, we have uh, L.A. Teacher, Brian S. Sandel, Jan, Lance, Bo, Raul, Rudy, Rick, Diane, and Sarah, Turtle, and Boofle also tweeting us this morning at Mercedes in the AM. We have Mike checking in, Don, Martin is listening this morning. With Michelle, we have Justin, Eric listening. So thank you guys for that. And ready for the weekend. How you doing? Good. I'm great. It was a nice day yesterday. Looking forward to a nice weekend here. Are you excited about your Metallica concert tonight? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, we're hanging out with some friends tonight. And uh, we're all they're coming to our house. And then we're going to go out to dinner. And then we're going to head over to the concert. So, yeah, I am looking forward That's to it. Fun. It should be a good time. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. How about you? Uh, you got big plans for the weekend? We do our Friday night dinner. It's a tradition Laura and I do. We got to dinner every Friday night. So just a countdown. I count the sleeps till dinner. I look forward to that every Friday night and just kind of sit back and relax. It'll be nice too because she was going to be at that horse competition this weekend all through next week uh, but because of that, uh, I told you about that virus that just took over that horse show. That horse show is no longer happening so she's in town this weekend. We'll get our dinner this weekend and and I was looking forward to that road trip because her horse show is in Thermal, California just outside of Palm Springs and I was looking forward to that drive. I love that drive but the upside is I don't have to do that drive tomorrow morning. Yeah, that I can just is enjoy the weekend. Yeah, exactly. Get to relax a little bit bit and uh it was a shorter week for for some of us who got monday off so here we are already at the weekend it's yeah. kind of nice how does that short week work for you because at the end of this week i feel like i've worked even more than this maybe because on monday we're not working and so that work i normally do on a monday i'm trying to catch up on a tuesday but it's always weird we're like the short week when thursday rolls around i'm thinking it should be friday then friday's here and i'm like this seems like a really long week you have a lot to pack into just four days yeah so yeah it, it's uh it, it did seem very busy for me but it's nice that it's finally here for yeah. sure we're here for the weekend and then steph is out she's uh, her grandmother's funerals this weekend so it's it's interesting because she wasn't here this morning but i'm so used to like the light coming from her studio that i had to turn the lights on in her studio just so i felt that so things weren't off here in the main studio. I still feel that Steph light shining into the main studio. And Nudia is going to come in and help us out here in a little bit this morning. So that light will be on in there uh, in a little bit. She's yeah. coming in a little bit later. But yeah, so Steph will be out this morning um, and back on Monday. But yeah, she was out of town for her 
for her grandmother's funeral, and she uh, she did that five hour San Diego drive, which is a that's a brutal drive, man. I, I don't envy that. I was talking to her about it yesterday. I'm like, you driving? She she looks at me. She goes, Yeah. I was like, Oh, that's a long one. For some reason, I and it's you know it, it's a little further than L.A. Obviously, but. The difference between the the going to L.A. drive and the going to San Diego drive, that is like night and day. Yes. That is just so, so different. It's so much more difficult. You know what? You, you're, uh, you're, you're The hotel you like out there, the Hotel Dell, you love that place. It's an amazing place, and you recommended it to, to Laura and I to go to years ago. And we went, and we didn't have the best time. It wasn't anything to do with the hotel. It was more to do with like the our, our attitude going into that weekend. And it, I, the thing that just started us off on the wrong foot was that drive to San Diego. Because we left on a front. Yeah, it's long, and we're driving. And in my mind, I'm thinking it's. I think that was the first time I drove to San Diego. I'm thinking, yeah, maybe four hours. It was a Friday afternoon. There's traffic. It was. I think it took us seven hours to get out there. By the time you get out there, seven hours in the car after working the radio show on a Friday night, your mood is just not in a good spot. Southwest Airlines flies out there for cheap. You buy it when yes. you're having one of their uh, their sales, and you can get out there in 55 minutes, and it is just. The greatest thing. We just, we fly out there now. It's just not worth the drive to us. We need to break that down because I love, I love driving. Like I do. I, I, I love driving so much, but something about that drive is just, I don't know what just sets me off. Yeah. I'm with you. I cannot stand that. Orange County. I, I'll drive out to Orange County uh-huh. and it's literally like what an hour away from San Diego. But to me, it's like two totally different countries. <laughs> I can't even explain it. So we have a lot coming up this morning. We're excited. We've got more Usher tickets to give away Lumineers tickets and we're going to give away a $150 dining card to Fogo to Shone coming up here in the 6 o'clock hour with Heads Up. But let's kick things off on a Friday with the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Cats in the Cradle by Ugly Kid Joe? Get the cats in the cradle in the silver spoon. Little Bobby and the man on the moon. When you come in outside, I don't know where. We'll get together Do you want to hear Man? I feel like a woman by Shania Twain. Man, I feel like a woman. Hey! Do you want to hear Try Again by Aaliyah? Those are your choices. Tweet us with your votes at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning, or text or call us, 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. Batman opens in one week, and we can expect a major change to one of the major characters. Details in five minutes. And the votes are in. Man, I feel like a woman is the pre-show you pick them. You choose the music. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. I couldn't get it. I'm going to try you. Can you identify this movie score? What movie is this from? Familiar. I know you've seen it. I don't 
know. Batman. Oh. The original Batman. The OG oh. Batman. Oh, yeah. No wonder. So in the Batman comics, the Penguin is almost never seen without his trademark cigarette holder. But in the upcoming movie, The Batman, Colin Farrell's version of the Penguin doesn't light up at all. Warner Brothers just wouldn't allow it. And Colin, he did try to fight for it. He says, they said no. And then I added, as if a bunch of 12-year-olds are going to start smoking Cuban cigars because of the Penguin. Now, the Batman hits theaters a week from today. I, you know, I, I don't know that it really adds anything to it. D- does it take away from his character? I don't know. I don't think people uh, p- will pick up on it. Yeah, I, I'm sure probably the, the Batman purists mm-hmm. think it does matter, but... I, I don't think it's going to change my opinion of the movie, really. But I, I guess if you're a big fan, I can understand. And whether the Penguin is smoking, I don't think that'll, that'll look cool. But here are actors that made smoking look cool. This is according to Complex.com. Robert De Niro as Sam Ace Rothstein in Casino. They said he made smoking look cool. John Travolta as Danny Zuko in Greece. He smoked in Greece? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a big smoker? Yeah. Oh, then he rolled rolled the cigarettes up underneath his sleeve? Uh Uh-huh. And uh, I I remember that part where he's like, uh, you know how it is, baby. Rocking, rolling, whatnot. And I think he was smoking. Smoking to make it look cool? Yeah. We we said that Danny in Greece makes smoking look cool. And then Brad Pitt as Tyler Durden in Fight Club makes smoking look cool. So the Marvel Universe, speaking of superheroes and everything else, the Marvel Universe is huge. But there are actors who have no interest in being part of these franchise films. And those actors include, it's kind of interesting, though. They, they include Emily Blunt. She actually had to turn down the role of Black Widow. She was going to do it, but something else came up, so she couldn't do it. But looking back, she says she doesn't regret it because she doesn't like superhero movies. But at the time, she was all in. Looking back, she has a different mindset. Jennifer Aniston thinks, quote, big Marvel movies are diminishing the value of cinema. Matthew McConaughey, Matthew, uh, he, he auditioned to play Hulk, but Marvel turned him down for the Hulk movies. But then they asked him to join Guardians of the Galaxy 2. He said no because he didn't want to feel like an uh, amendment to the franchise. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy is so good. That would have been that would have been cool. But it's funny because he's auditioning. He wanted to do it at one point, doesn't get it. And I'm like, ah, oh, who would want to do that stuff anyway? And then uh, I thought this was a good one. John Hamm, he turned down many opportunities because he doesn't want to commit to potential future films that he hasn't read scripts for, including crossovers. I thought that made sense. And that does. I mean, all of a sudden, you you have to be in some movie that you had no interest in. Mm-hmm. So I do get that one. Now, TV this weekend, the weekend, and the Dawn FM experience, that's happening tomorrow night on Amazon Prime. I can feel my face when I'm with you, but I love it, but I love And then it. Sunday, it's the 20th season premiere of American Idol. They're still doing this thing. Man. It just doesn't end. It doesn't end. Good for them. Yeah, it's a franchise that works. And then, are you into Euphoria? Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with the show. I it, It's my favorite show on television right now. Sunday night, it is the season finale of season two of Euphoria. Sunday night on HBO. So intense. I, I cannot wait to see what happens. And I love Ashtray. That's all I have to say. Ashtray's a person on the show? I love Ashtray. <laughs> ashtray, do something, Ashtray. Please. Are you, are you going back to our smoking story earlier? Nope. This is an actual character this on the show. This is a character. I hope Ashtray does something. Ashtray's a man. He's got to step up and do his thing, right? Uh, I wouldn't call Ashtray a man. Okay. I love Ashtray, though. <laughs> is, it, is it? Oh, I got to start watching it for you. Just, I, you got to see it. who Ashtray is. Forget all the memes I see on Instagram. I want to watch it just to see who Ashtray is. And then last one here. So out of 18 seasons, and 392 episodes of Grey's Anatomy, Ellen Pompeo 
has only seen a handful of episodes. She says that when she directs an episode, that's the only time she'll go back and watch one. And she goes back and watches older episodes to kind of keep the spirit of the early days alive on the show. But she's not watching the shows as they come out. She's hardly watching any of her shows. Well, then she'd spend her whole life watching television. I mean, there's so many episodes of it. Would she get upset and walk away from it like most of us did during season seven and then come back after a couple of years? Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, and by the way, Tom Hanks doesn't watch any of his movies. Neither does Reese Witherspoon and neither does Angelina Jolie. She said she likes making them, but doesn't like watching her movies. Oh, uh, Tom Hanks is missing out. He's made some good movies. You should watch your movies, Tom Hanks. Yeah, the Force Gump is pretty good, buddy. <laughs> we'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. You know. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1575. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock on Friday. It is February 25th. Yeah, it's 6 o'clock and I've already been shamed this morning by my Apple Watch. Just like two minutes ago, I get this little buzz on my Apple Watch and it says, we have detected a change in your daily average steps. So I'm like, huh? So I look, I, I hit the little notification and apparently my daily average steps has been lower for the past nine weeks. I have not been walking as much for the past nine weeks. And it's shaming me about that. And I know why. It's because I don't go on walks with my husband anymore. You mentioned that yesterday because of the allergies going outside. <laughs> I know. And I just, I feel bad about it. I, I, I've been working Nine out weeks, indoors. That's a long time. I know. I thought it was like a couple of days. Well, no. So I did that. I did that, um, that uh, Power Zone program on with my Peloton uh, app for, that was four weeks. Actually, I think it ended up being five weeks. Uh-huh. Then I started doing a resistance program, and that was a couple of weeks. And then I just started stuck with it. I just started doing different programs. And so I've been consistently doing these different programs instead because it's keeping me indoors and out of the cold, one, and two, for my allergies. I just don't want to get sick. And, uh, and but now I'm, I'm being shaming you. It's been nine it. weeks, Mercedes. Oh, like, wow. Do you, do you remember the last walk you went on, Matt, with? So nine weeks? Did that take us right before Christmas time? I did. No, I've gone on walks. Oh, okay. I just don't go every single day now. So, it, you know, I, I think I went on two with him last week. Um, Shame on you, Apple Watch, for I shaming her. No, what the heck? <laughs> it does that, huh? It tells you if your steps are low. Oh like yeah, that. it it, it if that. if you like if your balance is off, it's like we detected a change in your balance. Is everything okay? Like, it, do you know? Did you fall? It's it, it really is watching you. My friend Ross, who is listening in L.A. right now, just texted me. He goes, "Low stepper." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for shaming me, Ross. I really appreciate that. But yeah, the, I I love the Apple Watch and I hate it. It's it's the best of both worlds. It really. It's like you haven't stood up this hour. You better stand so that if like, you I'm randomly... sleeping. Apple Watch. It's two <laughs> no, o'clock in the morning. I take it off when I sleep. Although you can wear it and it'll detect whether or not you're getting quality sleep. It does everything. It's 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 great and it's not great. You know the um, there's a commercial for the Apple Watch where it, it's actually really good. It shows like it's it's in the wilderness and I think it's the Apple Voice. Uh, I think it's calling someone nine one one saying uh, I'm an Apple. I, I probably have this wrong, but it's in essence saying I'm an Apple Watch, and the person that's worrying me had a hard fall, and it gives their coordinates. Have you seen this commercial? Yeah, it, it detects falls. Yeah, yeah, which is which is I think that's you know pretty intense. We were at dinner a few weeks ago, and the guy next to us sitting there by himself, and he he flew into town just to go out to Death Valley, do a bunch of hikes and everything. And we started made a comment of like, oh, do people know your your hikes if you're going alone? 
He goes, yeah, yeah. I told people where I'm going so people know where I am. And then I said, do you have an Apple Watch? And he's like, yeah, I do. And he showed me. I'm like, that's good because if you have a hard fall, the Apple Watch will reach out to somebody let them know. And he's like, yeah, I know. But at the same time, I felt like I was putting it out there. Like, dude, if you have a hard fall and you can't get up and you're in Death Valley and there's no one around you, at least you got that Apple Watch. You can reach out to somebody. Yeah, it's true. And then also uh, it can monitor your, your blood oxygen. I can tell you what my blood oxygen is right now if I want to take that. Um, you can do an EKG. On your on your Apple Watch, like mm. it, it does everything. It's it's quite invasive. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit too much about you right now. I know. I, I was at the doctor the other day, and they were setting me up. It was just a, an all around physical, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna do an EKG." I'm like, "Oh, no need. I can do it on my Apple Watch." And they're like, "No, actually, we're gonna just go ahead and do it on ours. You know, just for accuracy's sake." I'm get, like, "Okay, get the real deal done." Yeah, exactly. Friday morning, a lot going on here, including coming up here about 15 minutes. The early edition of Heads Up. And when you win it, you're going to get a culinary experience, a $150 gift card to Fogo de Chon. That's yours. Right around 625, we'll be doing the early edition of Heads Up. And right before that, we will be doing What's Trending. What do you got for us? Why does Jeopardy change this depending on who is hosting the combination of two of your favorite stores and the Foo's New Brew? That is coming up next in What's Trending. Elton John and Dua Lipa, Cold Heart on Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the Mornings, What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Okay, this morning we have a lot trending. Jeopardy is trending. So observant Jeopardy fans have voiced their concern and confusion over... Two very different host introductions at the start of season 38 episodes. I don't know how they picked up on this, but apparently Ken Jennings and Mayim Bialik, they share the hosting duties on the game show following Mike Richards' exit and the passing of the beloved longtime host Alex Trebek. And they noticed that the announcer, Johnny Gilbert, switches up the introduction depending on whether Jennings or Bialik is hosting that day. So when Ken Jennings takes the podium, the announcer says... And now, hosting Jeopardy, Ken Jennings. Now, when Mayim Bialik is the host, he says, And now, here is the host of Jeopardy, Mayim Bialik. So it may not seem like a huge difference, but fans are wondering why one just says Jennings, and then the other calls Mayim Bialik a host. The speculation is that she was hired as a host for Jeopardy specials, while Jennings is has just been hired as kind of like a guest host, and he's kind of filling the spot until they find a more permanent position. People got some time to break this I down. I mean, how, did you, how do you even pick up on that? you got to be a big Jeopardy fan to pick up on that one every I, night. I know. It's like, are we nitpicking? But I, How does I, he go I, again for who's how okay, is it for Okay, so Ken Jennings. And now, hosting Jeopardy, Ken Jennings. And for her... And now, here's the host of Jeopardy, Mayim Bialik. Oh, Mayim's permanent. Yeah, Jennings. In my mind, we used to, yeah, Mayim is permanent. Jennings is just, he's just he's there. He's just hosting He's kind of hanging out. Yeah. So they're really observant. <laughs> Good on you. They just mix it up every night. I would have never noticed that. Here's ever. a dude that's going to host the show tonight. It's Ken Jennings. Here's your favorite babe that hosts. It's Mayim Bialik. <laughs> I'm going to start paying attention to that yeah. now. Uh, also trending this morning, Target and Starbucks is trending. If your Saturday to-do list generally involves Target and Starbucks, life may be... Uh, might might be about to get a little bit easier. Target just announced uh, this week that it's going to start testing an option in select stores this year where you can add a Starbucks coffee order to your Target drive-up order. 
meaning your Target goods and latte will be delivered to you curbside. Target said the Starbucks pickup option was one of their top requests from customers who are increasingly using the whole contact shop- shopping, contact list shopping option, Target's same-day services, which includes curbside pickup, which was up almost 60% in the in the third quarter. So what people are doing is they're doing this uh, curbside service, and they're saying, hey, when you bring that out, can you stop by the Starbucks in there and just grab me a quick latte and then bring that out with my order, please? And now they're going to op- offer this as an option. That's so cool. There's that at 215 in Flamingo. When you walk inside, for the longest time, the Starbucks was on the right-hand side, the far right, by the music and everything. That's where you find the Starbucks. I was there this past week to get some stuff for Try Tuesday. It's been a while since I've been in that Target. I walk in, I take the left entrance, and I walk in, and the Starbucks is on the left-hand side of the store now. And for a split second, I'm like, am I in the wrong Target? Because that Starbucks should not be there. It should be on the other side. They made a complete shift inside that Target. They moved everything around, moved the whole entire Starbucks location to the opposite side of the store. Maybe they did that because of this. Maybe they're trying to make it Easy more out. streamlined mm-hmm. so that they can bring out the Starbucks if, we, if they have this service available. So it's going to be slowly rolling out uh, this year for select locations. So we'll see if it's brought to Las Vegas. And then finally this morning, Foo Fighters and Coors are trending this morning. The group is toasting their first feature film with a limited edition beer. So their comedy horror movie, Studio 666, is set to open in theaters today. In the film, the Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, they set up for recording sessions in what turns out to be a haunted house. Dave Grohl, he gets possessed, all hell breaks loose, threatening life, limb, and the album project. But to celebrate the cinematic release, Dave Grohl's favorite drink, Coors Light, is introducing the Coors the Coors Almighty Light, which is a special brew made with Rocky Mountain water that reps say has been blessed by a spiritual guru. I'm not sure who that is, but cool. <laughs> and who knows? It might even contain special demon beating properties. So you can get yourself some special uh, blessed Coors Light for you if you're so inclined. <laughs> um, it should be it's available in stores now, and that is what's trending. We want Caller 20 right now. Our number is 702-364-9400. You're Caller 20, you get to play Heads Up, and it's a delicious prize we got for you. We have a $150 dining card to Fogo de Chon and experience culinary uh, delights like no other you can go right now all you got to do is be caller 20 your category since it's friday we have one left it's jumping jacks but you do get to pick your partner and if you get six answers in 60 seconds you are going to win caller 20 plays 702-364-9400 it's time for heads up with mercedes in the morning on mix nutty 4.1 marcella Hi. Hey, good, good morning. morning. You're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yes. All right. <laughs> Your category is Jumping Jacks. Recreational Sports and Fitness Day was on Tuesday. So these are all things that are associated with sports and fitness. All right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Uh, I'll go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, here we go. We got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six cracks. You'll get this culinary experience, that $150 gift card to Fogo de Sean. And ladies, you start now. You go to one of these when you want to get in a workout. Uh, 
a gym. Yes. You, you run one of these. It's like 21 points something mile. Oh, marathon. Yes. Um, you do this. It's like um, you do like poses, um, savasana. Um, Ballet? Um, no, it's like um, the uh, downward dog. Um, oh, yoga. Yes. Yoga. Yes. Um, if I'm really tight, I might want to do this before I work out. Stretch. Yes. Um, I have a racket and a yellow ball. I play this. Tennis. Yes. Um, these just ended in Beijing where everyone competes. Uh, Olympics. Yes. yes. Nice. Wow. <laughs> no problem at all. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. You do know your gym stuff, and he just got a $150 gift card to Fogo de Sean, a, a culinary experience and the best place to discover new favorites. So congratulations. And we're doing a heads up again later on this morning in the 8 o'clock hour at 825. When you win heads up then, you'll get tickets to go see the Lumineers. It's Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. It is, what time is it? 6.34 Friday. I, are there any quotes or sayings that people people throw out that are just so common that you heavily disagree with? I Sometimes, I mean, I know that there's like, oh, good things come to those who wait and, and stuff like that. And whenever someone says that, that specific one, it really does drive me crazy because I that is one of those quotes that I heavily disagree with I disagree with the the quote good things come to those who wait Mm -hmm. I feel like good things come to those who go and get good things I feel like that's just telling people oh you just sit there and wait no come to you like no go get it and I because my kid made a comment this was like a couple months ago and and she said well I guess I'll just have to wait um, so, cause she wanted to, she wanted to win something and, and someone else won it. It was like some scholarship and she's like, well, good things come to those who wait. And I'm like, no, you just got to go and you got to apply for another one. And she's like, you're right. I'm like, you can't just sit and just wait. I'm like, you just have to be proactive. Good things d- don't come to those who wait. Good things come to those who go out and get good things. <laughs> and right, I, and like I was this. really adamant about it. So so what is the saying or, or phrase that you heavily disagree with? That you are just not, you're like, no, I actually, I disagree with that. 702-364-9400. Well, less is more. Less is more. You know, maybe in some situations, less is more, but in a lot of situations, I want more. I want more happiness. I want more money. I want more free time. I want more of this. I want more cars. You know, less is more. But you know what? Sometimes more is more. Sometimes I want more. Yes, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But yes, in some cases, less is more. Yes, we can't. We, we, we're, we're picking them apart. But yeah, the same thing. Good things come to the... Yes, sometimes you want to wait for something, wait for the bus. I don't know. But you know what? Less is more. No, sometimes more is more. <laughs> When it comes to the things I like more, it's yeah. definitely more. How is that cake? It's good. I just tiny little piece. Well, less is more. No, give me more cake. No, I think in cake less is more. <laughs> because then if you have too much, then it's not it's not as special. If you have cake every day. I'm talking about a slice. Okay. I'm going to talk about a slice. I want a bigger slice. You put I don't a slice in front of me. I said, Mercedes, <laughs> you just ordered that slice of cake. You only have one little bite because less is more. No, I want my full slice of cake. Um, this text just came in. It says, the phrase, be yourself. Well, if you're a jerk, just don't be yourself. <laughs> That's a good point. If you're a jerk, you should try to be someone else. You should change yourself. Don't be a jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, this one says, 
this one says that which doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Not true. It might push you closer to the edge of the grave. Even if you survive and fully recover, your mental disposition might be forever crippled. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you you have a point. Um, actually, Lauren ha- wants to bring up that exact same phrase. I, I, apparently, that one bothers a lot of people. Lauren, what do you think? Good morning. Absolutely. I remember hearing that when I was younger, when, um, you know, something simple would happen. And like, oh, whatever, if it doesn't kill you, makes you stronger. Like, no big deal. And I remember thinking... No, that that doesn't work. Whatever doesn't kill you, no, you don't want anything bad to happen to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get get out of here with that. <laughs> I, I was in a really bad car accident when I was 16. It was awful. It didn't kill me. I, I don't want to experience that. I'd rather not go through that. Yeah. I was weak after that. Yeah, please, let me not experience that <laughs> Hey, it didn't again. kill you. I know, but I don't want to go through that. Yeah, please. Uh, this one uh, here. Thank you so much for calling. Let's talk to uh, Diane. Diane, what is the phrase that you strongly disagree with? Well, I disagree with you, Mercedes. Which one? <laughs> I disagree with the um, with the uh, good things happen. Uh, what is it? Good things happen to people who wait. Oh, good. No, good things come to those who wait. Yeah, go ahead. Explain. Well, because I, I look at it this way. Um, I think a lot of times people who need that immediate gratification, they just have to have things right now. Um, they often don't have like those. Those things that they really want, like a like a home, in things like that. My husband taught me that. We've been married forever, and um, he he taught me that. And now we're, you know, getting close to retirement, and and uh, we have a lot of good things now. <laughs> I, and and I see what you're saying. I do. I just I don't like when people use it as an excuse to be lazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, so I do see what you're saying. Like, be patient with yourself. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. So I agree with you in that, in that aspect for sure. And we're also kind of having fun with some of these things. Yeah, too. absolutely. Yeah. Like <laughs> rules are made broken. I, you get a speeding ticket. You can't use that with a police officer. Well, <laughs> rules are made to be broken, right? You know what I'm saying? Twenty miles per hour over the speed limit. No, I got a ticket. Okay. This is a good one. Saying heads up when they should really duck. <laughs> That's a good one. I never thought of that. Think about it. Don't look up at the ball that's about to land on your head. Move out of the way. Exactly. All right. Coming up next, we have the hot three. What do you got for us? All right. The CDC is going to be changing their mask guidelines today. The average closet has this amount of clothing that never gets worn. And you could earn this much money by doing something really disgusting. We're going to talk about that coming up next in the hot three. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. The CDC is expected to drop mask recommendations for most Americans in public indoor areas. Sources say that change will be announced later today. The CDC is switching up how it looks at the risk to a community from COVID-19. And the vast majority of Americans who will no longer be in an area considered high transmission for the virus with infections and hospital rates on uh, hospitalizations on the decline most states have already dropped or started to drop mask mandates we should get more information later on today yeah i, I still do it from time to time did it this morning i get my stuff as i'm leaving the house i got my bag my my, my, my tea and everything and i go to grab a mask I'm like, that's right don't need it anymore 
Yeah, it's a, and it depends. It's a habit. Like, yeah, certain places still ask, you know, certain private businesses. Like, I went to get uh, a facial yesterday, mm-hmm. and they still ask you to wear a mask when you go in there. And so I, I had one in my purse, and I put one on. And then it was funny because um, at the Golden Knights game on Friday, I just, I, I was like, you know what? There's going to be a lot of people, and I just, I, I'm probably going to wear one. But um, it, it was funny because we we're sitting there. And I went to take a drink. I had a wine and I went to take a drink of it. And so I took my mask off while I was drinking it. And I'm sitting there and there was a camera guy and he came up and the Kings scored. And there were two Kings fans right in front of us. So he was filming them. And then all of a sudden my phone started blowing up and I'm looking at it. And then it's one of my aunts and my aunt's like, are you at the Kings game or at the, are you at the hockey game? And I was like, yeah. She's like, I just saw you on TV. Nuh-uh. And I was like, what? No way. And, and she's like, and you're not wearing your mask. I was oh, like, oh. Aunt. I'm like, well, first of all, it's not required. And second of all, I was drinking my wine. <laughs> so it was just so funny. That's great on national television, sucking <laughs> down some wine. That's so funny. <laughs> um, also this morning, if you had to guess how many things you have in your closet that you have never worn, I'm talking never. Like buy and they're just sitting there and yeah. I've never put it on once? Yeah, never worn. Mm. How many would you say? I would say there are never worn once. Two items, maybe. Two items? Yeah. I would say... Like, there's a lot of stuff. There's like, Maybe if you wear once and not wear it again, that number will go up a little bit higher, but buy and never wear two items. A new survey found that the average person has 26 clothing items that basically never see the light of day. And 65% of people say they have unworn clothes that still have tags on them. Just 6% of people claim they have worn everything that they own at least once. So why do we all have stuff that we don't wear? Well, 20% say they keep clothing for sentimental reasons. So maybe they're gifts or they've been passed down from family members. 31% say they bought stuff on a whim, but then realized it really didn't suit them. And others say they intend on wearing they intend on wearing the clothes, that, but they just got buried kind of in, in all their stuff. Do you have a lot of stuff that you, you have purchased and yet to wear? It just sits in your closet? I, I only have like a couple. Like I have a couple of dresses mm-hmm. that I got on sale and the, the occasion hasn't arised for me to wear them yet. And so I'll have those with the tags. Um, the only other thing I have that I've worn are like sneakers that my husband has purchased for me that I'm too scared to wear. Like nice sneakers and i'm just like i don't want to mess them up and so i just have them there they're like more artwork than actual shoes you're gonna wear no they're like jordan ones and i'm just like i don't want to mess them up so why do you have them just like but they're artwork he wants me to wear them but you still want to wear them out in public yeah i just i I don't know they're like they're too nice and i'm like afraid i'll like drop something on them yeah mess them up they're not they're not artwork (laughs) they're just regular sneakers well i'm saying to put them on display like oh you don't want to wear them put them on display finally this this morning, a dog food company is running a promotion where they'll pay you more than $6,500 to switch your dog's food to theirs for two months. Cool, right? Well, there's one massive catch. During those two months, you also have to collect your dog's poo-poo, analyze it, smell it, and keep a diary on how it may change day by day especially in regards to how it smells. It's a plant-based company called Omni, and they're looking to prove that their dog food has a positive effect on a dog's digestion, stool odor, and general health. So they want to see your comprehensive logs on your dog's poo. 
tragically, this exciting opportunity may not be available in the United States. Omni is actually based in the UK, and while they don't specifically exclude the United States, they don't normally ship their dog food here, so it doesn't sound like Americans would be accepted. But if you want to try, you can check out the application online. Who knows? Maybe they want to expand here. But for $6,500, would you smell your dog's poo for... Two months and, and log it? Smell it and log it, but you say analyze it. Do I have to like dissect it and stuff or just like, just, smells okay, looks normal? Just smell it, keep a diary on on it, how it changes day to day, stuff like that. You know I, what? I say sign me up. $6,500, absolutely, 100%. I, I would because I pick it up for free regardless. So yeah, I would take the money as well. Uh, I'll give it a sniff. I don't care. 6500 You buy a lot of shoes with that. Oh, yeah, that'll stay in my closet on display. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next hour, there's a seismic shift. Well, a seismic shift might be going down in the sports broadcasting world. I'll explain right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning, 7 o'clock. Welcome to the show. Big, big concert tonight. Metallica comes to town. I saw a lot of people flying in from all over the country. All over the country for this big show at Allegiant Stadium tonight. You've got a weekend, too. you got Metallica tonight, and then let's go to tomorrow night. <laughs> Millie Joel tomorrow night over at Allegiant Stadium. That place is going to be going off this weekend. It really is. It's going to be insanity down there. Uh, I'm going tonight to the show. I, I'm going, and I like Metallica. I, you know, I wouldn't call myself a super fan, but uh, my husband is. He's whatever their, like, top-tier fan club membership is, like the the fans that have been in their fan club since the beginning he's one of them i don't know what it's called there's a name for it so he gets first option of everything that they do he gets like the top tier of everything and uh i, I like i kind of married into metallica <laughs> because uh of this so i'm going because he wants to go and i i'm kind of like being i don't want to say drug because i'm i'm looking forward to it but you know i I, I'm kind of being brought along because of of his fandom. You married into I like this. You married into Metallica. What did you marry into? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Or what did your spouse marry into with you? So if Matt were to flip it, if Matt was on, he would say he married into what for you? Oh man, I don't know if uh, I'm of as obsessive about. I, I I wouldn't even say Ice Cube because I don't like drag him to anything. Like that. I don't know. You would have to ask him that. What, would it be Broncos? Because wasn't he uh, yes. a Raiders fan and then switched to Broncos after he met you? He did. I didn't force him to, but he no. did that by choice. Like, um, I did say, like, oh, you're a Raiders fan? Oh, that's interesting. But um, I, I, little did I know the Raiders would end up coming to Las <laughs> Vegas. So uh, what did you marry into? 702-364-9400. Did you, did you marry into something that you weren't really, like, big on until... You married into it. What is it for you? Equestrian, horseback riding, the whole entire horse community, horse world. And it's funny because I took my dad, uh, I guess my both my parents, but I felt like it was more my dad, made me take horseback riding lessons when I was like 13 years old. And I hated it. Hated being around the horses. Didn't want to do it. I would fake injuries. Like, ah, I faked being sick. I got a stomach ache. Just wouldn't have to go to the, to the barn and be around the horses. I did not like it at all. And here we are, largest, I mean, that's her world. She loves riding. She competes in it. We've got two horses, and I love just being out there at the barn. I love going to the shows. I love everything else about it, but that's something I, I married into. If, if I didn't marry her, I don't think there would be any chance I'd be involved in the equestrian world, but she's all in, and because of that, 
I'm now all in in, in the equestrian world. That's uh, yeah, that's like your your world now, and uh, it, it, you like it, but you wouldn't be into it unless she was in your life. Because yeah, it was it was a slow like evolution into it. I would go back, you know, back east. She took a couple lessons, and I would go and check them out. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And the same thing out here, and then it just slowly started to, you know, take over us and take over me. That's a yeah, that's a good one. What else is it that you married into? 702-364-9400. Rick says I married into a musical my my wife's family bust out singing at the drop of a hat. <laughs> I love that. That's that actually keeps you on your toes. That's kind of fun. Uh Brianna says I married into video games and my husband married into The Bachelor. That's so funny when you're that would be a thing. My husband he married into all my TV shows like all the the dumb shows that i love he has to watch those by default that's funny um oh, so there's some funny ones here that are coming in what do you got uh, second here. my husband married into the boston red Sox. he used to be an astros fan until he met me now he has to root for the red Sox, or there will be <laughs> there will be pain i think that says a lot about about you the person that converts a lifelong fan It'd be like, you know, converting me, Dallas Cowboys, Laura's uh, Washington football, whatever team is the name is now, but, you know, Redskins fan back in the day, and me converting. Like, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Not going to happen. You stick to your guns on that one. I'll be happy for you, but I, I, can't, I can't change my – same with these, the Red Sox fans and everything else. It says a lot about you. I, 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 didn't, I didn't say you had to do it, but I was happy that it yeah. happened. <laughs> Coming up here in the dirt, we've got a seismic shift that might be going down in the sports broadcasting world. Details in just about 10 minutes. Adele, easy on me. That song's sitting at number three in the charts right now. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Let's start here with BTS. Because this is this uh, on your radar right now, Mercedes, for you and your girls. Nordstrom has officially launched a line of BTS-themed merchandise, and it's on sale right now. Um, yes, well, there's, there's a ton of BTS merchandise, but yes, uh, they're, they have their own little thing that they're doing. Yeah, it's inspired by this song right here, Butter. You got, you got sweatpants, hats, more, hoodies, T-shirts, keychains, ranging from prices from $9 up to $133 for some of this BTS merchandise. Is it the BTS 21? stuff or is it just is it different than that it just says the official merchandise includes items inspired by their hit song butter Hmm. you can buy stuff online as well i'm looking at it now look at that i'm gonna send this over to my my kids i don't know if she knows about that a little bts army action over there at nordstrom and you guys are part of the official army so you'll get those pre-sale on tickets right uh well I don't know. I think it's all there's there's the Ticketmaster verified presale mm-hmm. and then there's the Army verified presale. We registered for both. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cover all bases. Yeah. I don't blame you. A seismic shift may be going down in the world of NFL broadcasting. Troy Aikman, currently the top NFL color commentator for Fox Sports, is in deep negotiations to leave the network and become the lead analyst for ESPN's Monday Night Football. They're saying the deal will be reportedly for five years with a salary in the neighborhood of Tony Romo's $17.5 million per year, which he gets with CBS. Now, Ickman was also reportedly courted by Amazon. Amazon is about to become the sole broadcaster and streamer of Thursday Night Football. So I guess he was talking to them. It didn't work out. But apparently Amazon is talking to Al Michaels, whose contract is out with NBC right now. That's a that's some big money right there. <laughs> I mean, if you are if you are a former player and you 
you are good at commentating. There's some money to be made post-career. And then they're saying, too, if Al Michaels leaves NBC, Troy leaves Fox, is going to leave a couple gaps there. Who could take the spot? And there's rumors, would Tom Brady jump in? Into the booth with those guys. He might be good. Now let's do a quick round of this or that broadcaster edition. Troy Aikman or Tony Romo? Um, Tony Romo for sure. Romo? Yeah. Chris Collinsworth or Joe Buck? Oh my gosh, Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> you know how I, yeah, feel I know. About I, Joe I want Buck. to test you. Tomatoes or Joe Buck? Um, tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Blue food or Joe Buck? <laughs> Blue food. No, I'm kidding. Joe Buck's not that bad. No, I, just, I mean, he brought some people the wrong joke way. on the show. I don't know. I just, I, I get upset because I feel like he's very biased towards certain teams. That's, yeah, that's, what that's where say. I have the anger. <laughs> Dave Gosher or Shane Knighty? Uh, both. This, that. <laughs> uh, them as a team. I love them together. Britney Spears is, is expected to give her first UK interview since her conservatorship has ended. And reports are claiming that Piers Morgan is the front rider for this sit down. It's all over these UK sites. They're saying this interview will be planned for the spring. Apparently, Piers Morgan is about to launch a weeknight show. And sources are claiming that this interview with Spears would be the first one you want to get to, boom, get a show off and running to the races. Wow, that would be cool. Let's talk about some new music that's out today. Avril Lavigne. Her new album, Love Sucks, is, is out today. This is her seventh album. Guest appearances from Machine Gun Kelly, Black Bear, Mark Hoppus. Just got uh, Love It When You Hate Me on there. It sounds so good. Yeah. And she was so sweet when we did that Zoom with her, too. She was really nice. It's up on our website if you missed it, Mix941.fm. And then if you love the 80s, Tears for Fears is back. They've got a new album out today. It's new stuff from Tears for Fears, but how many hits did Tears for Fears have back in the 80s? You know, these older groups come back and, and with new stuff. Like, how's that going to go? You know, do you yeah. think it's going to be as successful or, or, you know, I wish them all the best. But it'll, it'll be it'll be great if they could replicate that success. You know, I heard uh, they did something with uh, I was listening to a streaming platform and they did a thing with Tears for Fears. They're talking about this interview they did and performance. And it'll be like, they're playing five songs from the new album. I'm like, Ugh. and then the guy goes, and two of their older ones. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> give us the hits that we know. Coming up next hour, we're doing Heads Up at 825. Now, when you win Heads Up next hour, you're going to get tickets to go see the Lumineers. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. It's 729. So I had a physical the other day, just a routine once a year kind of thing. I like to kind of get it done at the beginning of the year. And I went to a new doctor. So I was just kind of establishing everything, him kind of getting to know my history. And I just really, really like the doctor. It was like thorough exam, um, just doing everything, total history, everything. And at one point we finished with like the whole conversation. It was like so cool because it was like no rush, really good background, everything. And then he goes, okay, get up here. And so I sit up on the thing. Um, and he's, you know, listening with this, that stethoscope and, you know, okay, it looks good. He's like, okay, right. Let me look in your ears. And he takes the little ear thing and he looks in and he goes, huh? And whenever they go, huh? I'm like, oh no. You don't want a huh from a doctor. I know. And he goes, you have a little piece of wax in there. And I was like, okay. He goes, do you want me to get it out? I was like, can you? He's like, yeah. 
So he goes and he grabs some little like thing, like tweezer things, but different than tweezer things. Did he grab that tool we used for Try Tuesday a couple weekends ago with the uh, camera and the I, scooper that's inside? That's literally the first thing I thought of. No, it was more of like a tweezers, but like longer and skinnier, like that could go in your ear. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, with your other arm, pull up the top part of your ear. So I pulled it up and then he had the light thing, pushed it. And then with those things, he went in and he grabbed this little piece of wax. And I swear the second he pulled it out, everything changed. All of a sudden, I, it just, I felt this, it was like, and then like a seal had been broken on something. And then I was, I go, Oh my gosh. And he goes, you hear better now? I was like, it it just changed everything. It was almost like everything I'd been hearing was muffled mm-hmm. until he removed and he even showed it to me and it wasn't even that big. It was this tiny little piece. He's like, yeah, it was right there. And then he's like, here, let me just clean the rest of it out just to make sure we didn't miss anything. And he goes through and then he shows me every time. Like, I want something. this. I was just like <laughs> amazed. I'm like, that... Thank you. Thank you. I want this doctor. And I want this. I want this. I you want him to, to look at my ears. Him. I want him to look at my ears. It was the greatest thing ever. I mean, and he's like, do you want me to do the other ear? I'm like, yes, please. And, and there, there was nothing in the other ear. But oh, my gosh. I couldn't believe it. It was the greatest feeling ever. I feel like everything sounds clearer now. I, I dare I say I feel like even my balance is better. I don't know. It changed everything. This doc's a life changer. Give me his name right now. Seriously, put it up on the screen or text it to me. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll give you his phone number. I will. You can t- text him. I, will, I just want the ear thing. Yeah, yeah. Check everything else out. But I just want to go in there because that's my dream. Yeah. That's why I always buy these stupid ear like wax things because there's not like there's wax dripping out of my ears. But I feel like is there something in there because I want I want that suction that you talked about. Oh. I want to go back and listen to that, you doing that sound over and over because I love that. Just getting that out of there and freeing things. It was incredible. It uh, incredible. So what was the last thing that made you just out loud say OMG where you were just maybe it was something physically. Maybe you saw something and you couldn't believe your eyes. What was it? 702-364-9400. I was blown away uh and i even told my husband about it and he had the same reaction as you he's like okay when can i make it yeah i think people listening right now want to do it too it was nothing it was nothing else i'm like i i I talked about how how great he was and uh, then i got to the ear thing he's like really (laughs) oh my gosh really he was so infatuated with the ear thing it was hilarious that's amazing yeah have you had something like that that really just completely threw you for a loop last it was one week ago today i I mentioned before there was that uh, auto mechanic uh, came to our house to work on laura's car and he was there and uh super nice guy we're having a conversation he's from chicago and just talking about Moving to Vegas, how the past year was kind of hard for him with the pandemic and everything else. And he said, and he goes, yeah, and I lost half my finger. Like, what? Huh. You lost half your finger? Like, on the job? He goes, yeah. And he's telling me he was working on a truck, like the sidestep of a truck. And uh, he was taking it off, but the person that installed it didn't do it right. And the thing fell and literally, he's like, he's like it sliced off the tip of my finger. I'm like, no way. Oh. And he goes, yeah. And then he pauses, looks at me, goes, want to see it? I'm like, yes. <laughs> and I did. I go, Yes. <laughs> And he holds it up. He puts his hand right in front of me. And there's like, it's it's his ring finger on his right hand, holds it up. And it's the cleanest cut. I just go, oh, my gosh. And truly, I wanted to go, can I touch it? 
But I just, I'm like, look at that. It's such a clean break. And he's showing me the tip of his finger that it's just, it was just like the perfect clean cut. And then he tells me how, like, he went to one place that couldn't take care of it and he had to go across town. And oh, that's how he lost man. the finger. But he's like, yeah, he's like, the cleanest cut. And he's, I'm looking at it. But I, when he showed me, I, I out loud, oh my gosh. Pause, stare, want to touch. <laughs> but you're just so fascinated. You're you're almost speechless. Those are the only words you can get out of your mouth because you're just so stunned. Yeah, you put the hand right in front of me. Do you want to see it? Of course I want to see it. Take a look. It's right Show in your face. Show it to me now. Whoa. When, when were the only words that you could get out of your mouth were OMG? Oh, my gosh. Uh, let's talk to Isaac. Isaac, what was it for you? What happened? Hi, so I was at the dentist, and I was getting x-rays done. So I hadn't seen the actual doctor yet. But the nurse was there, and she does, like, the x-rays where she puts the plastic stuff in my mouth. And she's putting it in, and all of a sudden I hear, pop, 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 pop. And I'm, like, I'm frozen. I have no clue what's going on. And they're robbing the dentist's office. <gasps> and there's, like, three guys in there. Oh, my God. I, I said out loud, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I had no clue what to do. What did you do? I uh, just, I, I hid, I just hid under a table. Please tell me everyone was okay. They were, they were. Oh, thank the Lord. Thank goodness. And how many people audibly said, oh my gosh, when yeah. Isaac was telling that story? I like just grabbed my chest. I was just like, Isaac. oh, Isaac, I'm so I, sorry you went through that. That's so scary. That means a lot. Thank you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> did they, they, they finished finish the dental exam was all set up. Yeah, um, like back to work. I, at <laughs> that point, I'd be things. like, I'm out of here. Sorry. Wow, Isaac. Thanks for calling, buddy. Oh, uh, someone just texted, uh, OMG is what I said when I saw a male stripper perform in Puerto Vallarta last week. I have the video if you want me to share it. Please. I'll give you my uh, I'll give you my personal cell phone. You can send that to me directly. Want to see that stripper to you? <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> uh, this one. Mercedes, wait. You got stripper video. Send it to Mercedes. <laughs> send it to me. <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> we got the hot three coming up next. What do you got for All us? All right. What are our top financial regrets? The biggest regrets that we have when it comes to finances. We're going to talk about that. Also, what are the biggest complaints? No, 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 no. Not complaints, but what? Why you should complain? To your spouse at the end of the day, complain. Um, and why a guy's allergies turned out to be something completely different. This is so crazy. Is this I, an oh my gosh moment? This is an oh my gosh <laughs> moment. You'll definitely say oh my gosh on this one. It's coming up next in the Hot 3. It's Walker Hayes who will be performing here in town a week from Monday. He's at the ACMs over at Allegiant Stadium. It's going to be a big night for the guy. He's performing. He's also got five nominations that evening. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. And the Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. Okay, so when it comes to financial regrets, which do you have any? Think about that. Uh, this new this new survey came out, and it asked people, the majority, the majority of Americans are stressing about their financial situation. A lot of us are right now, so much so that it's keeping us up at night, according to new research. This survey reveals the biggest financial regrets people have and how their financial problems affect them. So the average person owes $3,083 in credit card debt. Honestly, I thought it would be a lot higher than that. That seems, seems low, low yeah. to me. Three quarters have made an average of five financial decisions that they regret in the last five years. 77% of people have lost an average of nine hours of sleep a week. 
because of their financial problems. And seven in 10 people say they've learned from financial mistakes that other people make. So what are the the top financial regrets that we have? Well, number one is just not starting a retirement plan when they were young. 51% of people say they really, really regret that. Not paying attention to their credit score was number two on the list. Buying cheap goods instead of maybe paying a little more for a quality product that's going to last you a lot longer. That was number three. Defaulting on payments and ending up in debt collection was number four. And overspending on credit cards that you can't afford to repay was number five. Mm, yeah, but a couple of those jump out. I remember just when 401k was first offered to me, gosh, decades ago. I'm like, what is this? You want to take money from my paycheck? No, I need that. I got to go out this weekend. I'm going to do that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what do you mean by matching? I don't understand this. It just took me, it took me a long time to, to, to find just, and that's just, you know, a small part of it, but it took me a long time to jump in on that. But I, looking back, if I would have started right when they started uh, offering it, it'd be a different situation right now. I, um, it, just on the, the credit card thing, I noticed the, well, the other day I got a phone call from one of my credit card companies and they were like, um, you know, we have not received your payment. And at first I thought it was, just like a a scam call because, you know, we get those all the time. And mm-hmm. So I just kind of ignored it. But then I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what? Now that I think about it, I haven't seen a bill from them in a couple of months. So then I started kind of freaking out and I looked at the account up online. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I did not pay it last month. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, I, I honestly, I never did get a bill. This is one of those companies that I actually get a paper bill from. Most of my bills are electronic, but I this one specifically, I get a paper bill from. I'm like, I never got that bill. So I immediately pay it once I see what the balance is. I send the payment. And um, not like two days later, our neighbor comes over and she's like, hey, we accidentally got some of your mail. I've been meaning to bring this over. And oh, the bill's no. in there. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I was kind of annoyed because she's obviously had it for a while. I called the credit card company and I was like, hey, I just wanted to call because, A, I know my payment was late. I've sent it. And they're like, we actually received it. Thank you. And I was like, is there any way you can waive that late charge? That It was like $29. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is there any way you can waive that late charge? Because I pay my bill on time. Every month, my neighbor had my bill. They delivered to the wrong place. And they're like, sure, no problem. So they gave me back my money. I was like, they're like, if people would take the time to call, we do this stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I remember you talking years ago. You yeah. called and got your credit cards. Um, the, the, fi- the, the, the finance rate the lowered. Rate, interest rate yeah. lower. Yeah. That's, you got good credit. That's good stuff right there. You just have to ask. Yeah, you, you never just know. Have to ask. You never know. Also, this morning, when you come home at the end of the day, do you complain to your spouse about all the little things that went wrong? Guess what? That is a good thing. One of the most important things behavioral psychologists have found about happy couples is that they spend five minutes griping to each other about things that stress them out during the day, taking turns talking. Apparently, this lowers the amount of stress that they feel and lets them enjoy the rest of their evening together. Are you a griper? Uh, I don't have daily gripes, but I, I, there's something going on. There, you know, there's times where I just keep it bottled up because I don't want to talk about it. But there's other times where I just, yeah, I, I get it out and there's no solution to it. But just getting it out I, makes me feel better. So I do, I do gripe at times. And, and Laura's the same way. Um, she'll, she'll gripe about something at work or something going on. There's times where she just kind of keeps it bottled up. There's other times you just want to talk to get it out there you don't need the solution you just want to tell someone about it yeah just get it off your chest yeah but it's not the, it's normally not the first thing when i walk in the door i walk in 
Oh my gosh, I got cut off in traffic <laughs> on the way home, and then this happened at work, and then this happened. How are you doing? <laughs> I give it a second to breathe. Yeah, exactly. You You're like, hi, to... how are you? Okay, time to gripe. <laughs> now I can gripe. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I should. I, I, I guess I, I'm going totally against that. I just don't like talking about you know any work gripes or any daily gripes when I come home, and and my husband wants to get it out of me. He like tries to pull it out. How was your day? It was, mm-hmm. it was fine any anything what's going on with this with nothing everything's good it's like are you sure i'm like everything's fine like i just don't want to talk about <laughs> it uh finally this morning do you ever have bad allergies when the pollen count out there is says that it shouldn't be bad but it's still bad for you imagine finding out that this was the reason a 38 year old guy in new york told his doctor he had been having a hard time breathing for several years and did not know why so they shoved a tiny camera up his right nostril and they discovered that there was a tooth growing inside his nose yes you heard me right a tooth in his nose it was an incisor is that how you say it incisor 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 that kind of tooth Mm -hmm. which are the teeth that are in the front of your mouth and they could clearly see it was poking into his nasal cavity extra teeth now they're not unheard of but they usually show up near the roof of your mouth not way up inside of your nose now luckily he's okay they did surgery to remove the tooth and he's he's breathing easier now uh, if you're so inclined, there's a fairly gross photo of it online and an x-ray. I'm I'm not going to post it. I'll let you go ahead and Google that one on your own. I'm looking at that option right now. Do yeah. I click on fairly gross or an x-ray? I'm going to go gross. Opening up. Right. Hey. Yeah. Hey. yeah, I made that mistake earlier. I'm not doing hey. that again. It's <laughs> a nice clean too, so. Yeah, it's clean. It's clean. But I, I, it's one of those things where I was like, why did I click on that? <laughs> wow. Imagine going in. Dear Lord, you know you had a tooth going in your nose? <laughs> I got a real stuffy nose. (laughs) Coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour, we got a lot going on. Uh, We got those tickets to go see the Lumineers when we do Heads Up around 825. And then it's Friday morning. Right before that, we're spinning the Oh Wow Wheel. All the the categories have shuffled today. So I know my category is a song that reminds me of my childhood, which was Steph's category last week. Okay. Um, I got to look up my category. I don't have them right on top. You're either uh, songs from the twos, like yes, 72, that's 62, what I am. 82, 92, or 02? Signs, uh, songs from the twos, yes. And then Nudia is in for Steph. Did she tell you what your category is? And what's your category? She said my category was uh, a name. Name of the title. Oh, songs that have a name. Oh, that's okay. a person's name in yeah. the title of the song. Okay, cool. Okay, perfect. We're spinning the wheel at 8.15. Broadcasting live from the... Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, 7.59, Friday morning. So what did you lose? My gym card. It, I mean, this, this is twofold here. Who, who's lost something the fastest? 702-364-9400. And part of me was bummed because I joined... I go to LVAC, to uh, Flamingo in 2.15. And I joined that gym in 2010. And I've had the same gym card ever since then for the past 12 years now. Same, lost it a couple times, found it. So about a week or two ago, I go to walk into the gym, can't find the card. So they, they, you know, they, they look you up by your date of birth and everything. They check you in. And you can only do that so many times. And then you, you got to get a replacement card. And yesterday was the day where I'm like, I just can't find it. I, I need to do the replacement card. So pay the little fee. And the, the girl's you know, nice. She sits you down. She takes your picture. She's like, 
you want to see it? I'm like, sure. She's like, does it work? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'm like, do people ask for retakes? She's like, yeah, all the time. So she gets my new gym card. She gives it to me, a little conversation. I get up, I do my workout, do my thing. Everything's great. Leaving the gym, walking out to my car, I'm looking, feeling my pockets. I'm like, where's my gym card? I'm like, no. I lost it. Again? I lost it. Not, I didn't even have the thing. It was in my hand for a second and I lost it. I'm like, how can you lose something so fast? So I go back in the gym, go to like certain areas that I work, can't find it. I'm like, where? where it's got to be somewhere. The, she handed it to me not even an hour ago. After searching for five minutes or so, I go back to where we did taking the cards, and it, I left it on the chair where I took oh, my card. Oh, it was, it was, so it was still there. It was still there, but I'm, I'm like, she gave it to me. Not even five, I'm, thinking, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, am I going to have to go up to her again and be like, hey, I know we just did my gym card. Can we do it again? Because I lost it already. There's no way. I would have just waited till the next time and hope that she was <laughs> yeah, not working that uh, day. Yeah, exactly. Who's lost something the fastest? 702-364-9400. Now, yes, I found it. But I'm at that point last night. Like, you got to be kidding me. got to get your head on here, dude. Yeah, this one time I went to a casino and I had a $20 bill. And I put in a machine and two minutes later it was gone. I lost that the fastest. What? I know. Go figure. <laughs> that, that's something. I think anyone has a story like that. And with the money, you just like, oh, this will, uh, I'll quickly double this. Uh, no problem. But uh, it, I, I sometimes I think I lose things, but then I don't. Where you know there there will be times where I'm like, "Where's my phone? Where's my phone? I can't find my phone," and I'm literally holding it in my hand, and I'm like, "Where's my phone?" And I'm like, "Maybe I can find my phone on my phone." And they're like, "Oh wait, this is my phone. What is wrong with me? I I'll do stuff like that. Like let me use the light on my phone to find my phone, uh-huh. and I'll use the flashlight. Like it's got to be here. So oh wait, this is my actual phone. What am I doing? What is wrong with me? Was it you or someone? Uh, another friend was telling me they they were driving and they thought they lost. They, they thought, thought they forgot their phone at the house, and uh, either a friend or their spouse called and like, hey, yeah, I got to go home. I, I, my, I don't have my phone on me. It's at the house. Like you're you're on your Bluetooth. No, I the I, phone is in your car somewhere right now. I did that. I called. Yeah, so I was like, I can't find my phone. I'm like, I better call my husband to see if he can find it at the house. <laughs> so I call on the Bluetooth. I'm like, babe, can you look for my phone? I don't know where it is. He's like, how are you calling me? And I'm like, I'm on the Bluetooth in my car. He's like, well, that means your phone's in there somewhere. I'm like, it is. He's like, you, you there's not like your phone. Your car's not a phone. I was like, oh. Okay. He's like, it's got to be with you if you're calling me. I'm like, well, that's interesting. Good to know. So then I start looking, digging around, and then boom, I found it. It was very good. That's the go-to. If you ever get in your car and you think you left it at the house, take a look down. Is the Bluetooth connected? You know you know it's around you somewhere. Exactly. Here's one of our junior listeners. Hey, Leah, what would you lose the fastest? So um, my grandma gave me this ring and told me that I could not lose it. And um, an hour later, it fell, or it got lost behind the couch, and I had to leave to, to go to my mom's house. So I had to wait a whole week to go back, and I eventually found it under a pile of clothes behind the couch. Oh, thank goodness you found it. Could you imagine? It, like, when you lose time on something... You know, the longer it takes you to go look for something, the the longer it, you, you know, the better, the worse chance you have of finding it. So yeah, it's like, it, oh, no. Just back to uh, earlier in the show, we're talking about phrases that don't, don't make sense. Rules were meant to be broken. When grandma says, don't lose the ring. Well, grandma rules meant to be broken. Yeah, I gonna, lost it. I'm going to break this one. <laughs> That's stressful. If you lose like a family heirloom or something like oh, that. Oh, I know. Gosh, the pressure to keep those family heirlooms. <laughs> Coming up here in the eight o'clock hour. So there's tickets to go see the Lumineers. They'll be here at the MG. GM Grand Garden Arena in July. We've got your tickets at 825. Don't forget, too, it's Friday. So at 9 a.m., we're starting the, the, Friday, re, uh, the Friday Rewind. 
if you got it, that's the name of it, right? The Friday Rewind? The Oh Wow Wheel. No, at 9 oh, o'clock. At 9 o'clock, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah the Friday, Friday Rewind, yeah. yeah. I get my, my segments confused. <laughs> you got a song you want to hear, you can send it over now. Then we'll have it ready to go at 9 o'clock. And yes, we are spinning the Friday morning Oh Wow Wheel. We got our categories. Is your song in there, Mercedes? Yeah, it's in there. All the songs are in there. We're ready to go. We'll be doing it coming up here in just about 10 minutes. It's Mercedes in the morning. Wow. 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 And now the Oh Wow Wheel. Wow. Okay, we are spinning the Oh Wow Wheel. Three categories on the wheel this week. We each have a different one. Steph is out today. She's attending her grandmother's funeral in San Diego. We are sending her lots of love. And we are so blessed to have Nudia helping us out today. So she will be taking Steph's spot on the Oh Wow Wheel. The wheel has landed on... JC again. I think this is like the third week in a row that has landed on you. We should take a look at this thing. What if there's like something going on with that thing? Seriously, it's been like three weeks in a row. It is, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so (laughs) here's the deal. So, JC, if you get vetoed, it will move to me. Um, It's all going to be in Eden's hands. Good morning, Eden. Good morning. Okay, now. We're going to tell you JC's category, and you decide whether or not you want to hear JC's song. JC, what you got? Hold on one second. We don't have to, we got to get our buzz going here. Hold okay. on one second. We got to go load this thing. So if you want to veto, you can do it right. <laughs> Different sounding woman. Okay. Uh, so my category this week, um, Eden, is songs that reminded uh, remind you of your childhood. So I went and went back to late childhood. I went back to... There's my high school year, uh, when I was a senior in high school. And a song that was all over the place, I'm talking about Garth Brooks, Friends in Low Places. You couldn't escape this song. When it plays, it takes me back to my senior year of high school. My first, like, paid job, I went to the store and bought this cassette. So, that's my pick, Garth Brooks. What do you say? Beto. Oh, that was a good song. It stops. It stops. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, no no song for you, JC. I don't like being first because you're going to get vetoed. I know. I feel like the, the veto gets used a lot. All right. Thank you so much. Who's that it means to? it moves to oh, me. To okay. It moves to me. I, I, I'm the beneficiary of whenever you get the veto, JC. Um, I hope I don't let you down, Eden. Um, here we go. So my my category was a song from the twos. Um, 1972. 1982, 1992, 2002, 2012, or 2022, whatever. I guess I could have gone back to 1922 if I wanted mm-hmm. to. But I went with the year 2002. And I wanted to hear something from my girl, Alanis. The 2022s, or 20, 2002, that year was a song was a song hands clean that that year that song came out and i just love that song so we're gonna hear hands clean from alanis no veto now please you can't it doesn't matter if he wants to veto it <laughs> mercedes i totally forgot about that song he when he said the title i'm like what song is this and then when it first started i'm like what song is this and then when he kicked in Totally remember that song from 2002. It's a great one. I I feel like this is one of her most underrated songs. I love it. Uh, hands clean. That was my pick for the Oh Wow Wheel. The the category was songs from the twos, and that was my selection. JC, poor JC got vetoed yet again. <laughs> so, good. so Nudia, you did not get selected. Tell us what your category was and what song you would have picked. Okay, so I Steph said my category was name and the title, right? Uh, it's yes. a person's name, yes. Okay, so the song I chose was the Hey There Delilah. Oh. Uh, my first boyfriend ever used to sing that to me on the guitar. 
Oh. Wait, this is Billie Jean, though. Oh, I switched it. Oh, did she give you the song? Oh, she loaded him up already. Oh. <laughs> you made a switcheroo, did I you? did switch. I oh, did switch. <laughs> hey there, Billie Jean. <laughs> oh, Billie Jean's a great song. I would have vetoed Delilah and played this, though. <laughs> hey, I just want to bring something up really quick because I think this is really cool. Can I say it, Nudia? Oh, yeah. You you can. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, 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 you can. This is an exclusive, worldwide exclusive. This is an Odyssey exclusive. <laughs> like, look at Jaycee's face. so exciting. So, Nudia, I, I'm not announcing this. Nudia, you're announcing this. This is, she has something really exciting to announce. You you do it, girl. Should I? Yes, you uh, should. Oh, what my gosh. Doing? I'm sweaty. I'm sweaty. Do you have any guesses, JC? I'm like, wait, hold really on a second. I don't know. This, this is, is so <laughs> exciting. This is something that's going on with you, Nudia. Yeah. A big announcement. And uh-huh. you can make it now for the first time. Yeah, for, I, no one knows except for my boss who's told everyone in this building. Except for me because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you don't know. I'm surprised. So I have accepted a job at a radio station in Chicago. You're leaving us? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Where are you going? So uh, it is a vocal radio in Chicago. It's an urban alternative station. And I'm excited. I'm going to be a city girl now. So my first day there is uh, the 21st of March. Holy smokes. When's your last day here? I know. Uh, You know, I don't know. Yeah, can, can you work remotely so we can still have you? Because we just love you so we're much. We're talking about that a little bit. I don't, oh, I don't know what we're gonna do. Because you uh, still do nights here at the radio station and still do your thing in Chicago. Maybe. My boss, uh, our boss, looked at me and said, "Well, who's gonna do your job?" And he said, "I don't know." <laughs> that's your concern I'm now. Like, <laughs> Nudia, that's awesome. How long have you been in radio? Uh, since t- I, I mean, I went to college for it. Mm. Uh, that's what my degree is in communication. And what's weird is nobody goes to college for radio, but I you're know. one of the few who actually did. It yeah. succeeded. <laughs> it was it was a really great experience. I worked my butt off. I worked at two radio stations, internships, all that stuff. And so uh, that I graduated 2015, and the day after graduation, I got the call to come to a radio station out here for a full time gig. Wow. And so is your so, family gonna go with you or they gonna stay here? I mean they bought a house out here, but they said, Hey, if you like Chicago, we'll come. Oh, I'm so happy for <laughs> you. That's awesome. Good for you. Congratulations. Market number three. Market number three. Yes. Oh, wow. And I have my apartment. I showed Mercedes my apartment. Where is it? <laughs> in the city. It's in the city. Is it really? Yes. That's I'm a awesome. city girl. The station's on the Navy Pier. I'm really excited. I the mean, station's on the pier? It's yeah. insane. What's the station again? Uh, it's uh, Vocalo Radio 91.1 FM. 91.1. I'm, yeah. so, I'm so happy for you, Nudia. It, it, it is so well-deserved. I, I see how hard you work. You are such a hustler. You, And not only do you work hard, but you do quality work. Like, it, you don't just, like excuse my language you don't half-ass it you you work really hard and (laughs) you are just such a good person and you're so appreciated here and you really do deserve all the good things so we are really really happy for you we're gonna miss you and i know Uh we'll still see you and you'll still be a part of this radio station um but it just it's so well deserved so i'm so excited to see what you're gonna do you're gonna do such big things and a debt of gratitude too always for what you did for us when we during the pandemic and we came back here and they had let stuff go and it was a it was just a mess and and you were still here and you stepped in and filled those shoes and helped us out for many months during the show so we'll never forget that so thank you for that oh my gosh that helped me a lot through the pandemic too because that was a really really tough time Mm -hmm. and so uh being here with you guys the funny thing is this kind of full circle because i actually applied for the job (laughs) when i was filling in while you guys were gone on uh christmas vacation (laughs) 
So I actually filled. Wow. I actually filled out right right where you're sitting, JC. My, my laptop was right there, and I filled out the application right where you're sitting. Wow. Well, one piece of advice up there when you go to Chicago. Uh, wear a coat. Wear a coat. Well, I was say, and, and try to keep your radio show on time. Something we were not doing right now. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> Oopsie. Um, uh, good for you. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. So, so proud. Look at you. you go. Are you going to cry, JC? I'll shed a tear for you. <laughs> <laughs> Just for you. Oh, you're going to be missed with you. All right, let's do this. We want to call her 20 right now at 702-364-9400. Call her 20. You get to play Heads Up. we got a great prize for you. We have a pair of tickets for you to see the Lumineers. You, they're going to be at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. It's part of their Brightside World Tour in July. And if you want to go, all you got to do is be caller 20 right now. We have your category. It is Chili Beans. But you do get to pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hi, Will. Good morning. You are. You? We're great. You're Caller 20. You get to play Heads Up. You ready to All do right. this? I'm ready. Let's okay, your category is chili beans. National Chili Day was yesterday. So these are all foods or items you would find in chili, okay? Uh-oh. <laughs> you'll, you'll get this. I think you'll be okay. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner? Uh, I'll go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, here we go, Will. We got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You get tickets to go see the Lumineers, and you start now. When you chop these, it makes you cry? Onions. Yes. You might brown this. It, it comes ground up. Uh, beef? Yes. Ground beef? Yeah, this, um, they come in uh, red, green, yellow. Um, Beans. Uh, no, they're like um, a, a vegetable. Um, uh uh, really? Let's no. let's pass. Um, yeah. This is um, a round, uh, a red uh, thing that makes sauce and ketchup. Tomato. Yes, you might put a dollop on the, of this on top of this white stuff. Sour cream? Yes, um, pinto. Um, f- f- yes, this stuff it, it keeps vampires away. It gives you bad breath. Garlic. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you got it. Congratulations. Thank you. Will, job well done, buddy. Yeah, he got his tickets to go see the Lumineers over at the MGM Grand Garden Arena on July 24th. That's their Bright Side World Tour. Now, still to come this morning, 9 o'clock hour, we got the Friday Rewind. And then at 9.40, there's tickets for you to go see Usher. It's Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. It is 8.43. Mercedes in the morning. Happy Friday. Thank you guys so much for... All the great feedback all week long. We actually uh, did this, started this a couple of days ago. We just brought up the topic of what was the worst non-physical pain that you ever experienced in your life. And it started uh, two days ago. I I told a story about that. And then that went for a while. And then yesterday, Steph told her experience with a non-physical pain. And that went a while. And so we decided that we were going to save your story, JC, for today. Um, 
just so many people have been reaching out on on my story, on Steph's story, and we appreciate that. Um, sometimes when you kind of open up, it's like, oh man, once those words come out, they, they can't be brought back. Yeah, you can't, you, know? you can't bring them back in. Yeah, once they get out there. So, so I'm up today. You are up today, my friend. Okay, so the uh, Nudia is, is here. She's uh, filling in for Steph. We'll bring you in as well. Um, so my, uh, how do we phrase it again? The the um, worst non physical okay. pain that you've ever experienced. I, I I've never talked about this on the radio before. Um, friends know about it. You may have picked up on it, Mercedes. There's certain things that I did talk about it, but this goes back ten years ago when I, I mentioned before that Laura and I we went through we had like a rough patch, and during that rough patch, I mentioned a couple of times we did therapy and everything like that, and it was um, there's there's a couple of factors that went into play with that rough patch happening. Um, I, Laura and I started dating when she was 20. Um, moved out here, got married, everything was great. And in 2013, she got a new job. Laura works over at Pandora and Sirius XM, and she got a new job over there. And at that point in our relationship, things were starting to, I don't know, we kind of hit like a rut. And there was just a lot of change happening in our relationship. She was starting this brand new job, this whole new career for her. She was now working from home. It's just, it was a big transition. And because of that transition, that's where this rough patch uh, entered. And during that rough patch, I actually moved out and I moved out of our house and I lived on my own for, gosh, I think three or four months. And certain friends know that, but I've never revealed that on the radio station that we went through a separation and I was living on my own for three months. And the pain that whole time was very painful. But I will tell you the hardest pain, the hardest thing was moving into an apartment because when things first started to get you know, rough and just, you know, these things were working out. I, I went to a hotel and I did that for like, I'd go to a hotel for a week and then she would leave town for a week as she was traveling. Her headquarters were in Santa Monica. So I'd come home for a week and we did that for like a month and a half. And then we just kind of came to the point like, listen, we need to work on ourselves and talking to a therapist. She's like, you can't be doing this back and forth. You either commit for a little bit to being on your own and she can be on her own and see what you guys want to do and come back together or you're going to go your separate ways. And so I get this apartment, and it was, oh, my gosh. I had, like, full-blown anxiety, like, panic attack Mm -hmm. moving into this place. And the first night that I slept in that apartment, it was, like, the weirdest and hardest thing I ever did when it comes to our relationship uh, between Laura and I. Did you – when you decided to make this decision, do you look back now and feel like it was the right thing, though, for you to do? I mean, obviously, it brought you to where you are now, and you're very happy now. Yes. But looking back, uh, do you feel like – going through all the emotions, obviously you just said it's the most pain you felt non-physically. Do you feel like that was the best thing for you to do at that point? Yes. Yeah. Because I was, it started off like the first, I remember the first time like deciding like, okay, I'll, I'll, cause she was working from home. Like I'll step out, I'll go to the hotel. And I had it down to a science where like I would pack up my stuff in my car and go to the hotel Hampton Inn next to uh, Las Vegas Athletic Club. It was very convenient to walk from the hotel <laughs> to the gym. And I, I noticed you would always reference that specific hotel. I'm like, oh, why does he always talk about he that knows, hotel? He knows it well. He knows it well. about it. I would like... I... <laughs> Do you have continental breakfast? Do you oh, know the, it was hours? the best. It was the best on the weekends. <laughs> Just walk across, go to work out because we know you work out there. Yeah. It was fantastic. But yeah, yeah so Mercedes, I, I went to the hotel and then she, she would leave for a week, and I would come back to the house, and it was just this wishy-washy thing, and and it's just like we needed to like um, to to commit to this and, and figure out what we're gonna do. So and it, so it's it's so funny because I found this place which was in that same area, furnished apartment and everything, <laughs> and uh, I still had the hotel room, and I remember like I signed the lease, and it was so hard, and I was supposed to move in like a certain day, and I, and I went over there, and I couldn't bring myself to do it, like I couldn't, like I because it seemed like such a permanent thing. 
then I, I was in that apartment. We're there for three months, and um, you know, we we started to really work on our relationship, and we're at such an we were an amazing spot. I would say after a year from that point, but uh, we're in a great place now. But that was it for me. It was just yeah, I never told anyone that that I I was living in an apartment for three, still working here, doing everything, just not going home to my house, going to my apartment. Um, what what do you think? What were you trying to decide during that time? I think we just needed space too to work through things. And she was like, uh, I look back and I, I wasn't, I, I think, uh, well, I know I took things for granted in our relationship. I wasn't like the kind, caring husband. That's looking at, looking at my false story at the time. And for her, she moves to Las Vegas and we're talking about it again last night. Cause I told her I'm going to bring it up on the air. She's like, that's fine. Our friends know about it. People know about it. We're in a great place. Go for it. But she was like, yeah, looking back on that time, she's like, for the longest time I moved to Las Vegas and I'm always JC's wife, JC's wife, JC's wife. And she she starts working at Pandora, Sirius XM, and now she's like branching out on her own. She's got this own career. She's going to California, making new friends. It was just a whole different mindset back then. And we she was so so young when we got together, and we just we just needed that time apart to bring us back together. What how how did um, because maybe some people are going through the same thing right now where they kind of feel like they're in a rut. How did how did therapy help you guys? What what did it? make you look at within yourselves within yourselves as a couple did did it were you looking at it for answers as to was it ever one of those things where you were looking at it to say should we not be together anymore or were you using it as a tool to say uh these are the reasons why we should be together like how how did you utilize therapy it's like we got we had we got guidance from the therapist i i like i in my mind and i know i, I think in her mind too I think we knew we were going to come back and there was no infidelity or anything like that went down. It was just, we just needed this. We just needed the space. We needed this like time to it, to readjust our relationship. It wasn't going down the path we wanted. And the therapist gave us some guidance, but looking back, there wasn't anything like earth shattering thing that they said of like, do this, do that. It was just there as kind of guidance and someone to talk openly to. And we went to like three different therapists. We went to one lady who I didn't like. We went to another one that Laura didn't like. Then we went to this one-off therapist. So we ended up doing like three different therapists. So I think if you're going to go down that therapy road, find one that you you like and stick with it. We did three different ones over the course of the three or four months, but that's what the... Thank you so much for sharing that, yeah, JC. That, like, mean, that's really vulnerable of you. Thank you. Uh, well, I mean, I wasn't here the rest of the week, so I didn't hear yeah, everyone yeah, else's. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, I'm sure everyone got deep. But you got some doozies to listen to. I, yeah. <laughs> I need to, I didn't listen to the yeah. podcast now. But I, you know, I look at you and Laura on Instagram, and I would never think, like, I don't know, someone like me, I, 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 I imagine, like, marriage, and I think a lot of people that aren't married, they, they don't expect times that are that rough. Or, like, to survive times mm-hmm. that are that rough. So it's like, look at how amazing and happy you guys are now. Like, yeah. I would have never guessed you guys went through that. Yeah, yeah. We, I, I, I definitely feel like it made us stronger. It definitely made us stronger. And I appreciate our relationship more. I Gave appreciate her more. Big time yeah. per- perspective. And, but, yeah, just going to, that, going to that hotel. I mean, going from the hotel to the apartment, it was just, just that pain of, like, wow, what a, like, it, it, fe- it feel like it's such a final step. But like looking back on it now, it was. It was just an apartment that I had, and that way it wasn't wasting and money it was in a hotel ugly room. And empty. Yes, <laughs> right. Probably. It was depressed. Were you sleeping on the floor? No, it was furnished. It was a couch <laughs> and stuff like that. I never had friends over to my apartment. Like my buddies were like, "Dude, you want to come check out my apartment?" Like Laura never came and saw. I just kind of like kept it a separate thing. It was weird. It was so, so weird. Someone just texted JC. Was it hard getting the apartment or realizing the fact that you were separating from Laura? 
You know what? I think it was probably, the, it would have to be the separation to think of like, wow, we're actually going down. Like going to the hotel was one thing, knowing I could check out at any point and go back home. Like, okay, let's, you know, now we're in a better spot. Let me come back home. The apartment seemed, it was just like, wow, this is like a real thing. We're really going down separate roads right now. And here's something else too. Um, there was actually, I found this furnished apartment that I moved into, but at one point, like a month prior when I was doing the hotel thing, I I found an apartment like on Fort Apache. I signed a lease. I had signed up to have, because there was no furniture. I signed up to have furniture, like, brought to the place. And I came into the radio station the next day, and I, I don't think anyone knew what was going on because I didn't talk about it. But I had this full-blown panic attack during the show. I'm like, I can't move out. What am I doing? This is insanity. We need to work on this. And I called the furniture place. I said, cancel the order. They're like, it's in the truck. I'm like, I don't care. I'll pay for it, but don't deliver that furniture to the apartment. <laughs> and then I called the apartment complex, and I said, I'll be there after the radio show to cancel my lease. Like, you can't cancel your lease. I'm like, I, I'm not taking the apartment. I'm not moving it. And I lost the deposit. And one I was going to say, you, I feel like you lost a lot of money <laughs> during this process. It <laughs> was a financial burn. Oh, man. <laughs> but it's, uh, we were in such a, I mean, such a wonderful, we became in a wonderful spot, I'd say, about a year after that. And it's just been, you know, things are really good right now. So Well, and I mean, it, do, it takes a lot of guts to to admit something like that. And it also goes to show you that you, if you're going through something like that, you you never know what goes on behind closed doors with people. Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned Nudia. Like, I see on Instagram, you look so happy. We put out what we want people to see. You know, we are. We put I, I, I We don't post the pictures of me, like, giving my husband the silent treatment. You're yeah. going to be ignoring but You know what I mean? Like, we put out the best of ourselves on, on social media. And so that's, that's a great thing that you just did like showing you know what we may look like we're perfect and and you may be perfect right now and it sounds like things are perfect right now but they weren't always that way and it takes work and it takes vulnerability to build yourself up to get to that point and it's it's an everyday battle. I'm sure things aren't always perfect, even mm -hmm. though for the most part they are now. And it, it's it was it's very vulnerable of you. So I think that's really cool that you are you know you're admitting that. And I'll be honest, I did not. I knew something was up. Um, I kind of had an idea, and you know, I we have some mutual friends, and and I you know I kind of heard rumblings, but I didn't want to intrude. And I I tried to bring things up, but I always said he's going to tell me what he wants me to know. I'm never going to intrude. So I. I just kind of left it at that but um I, I i had an idea something was going on i just i i wanted you coming to work to be like your place where you didn't have to think about that mm -hmm. stuff so that's why i never like i would tread there and then i kind of know where my line is with you and when you didn't want to talk about something i was like back up <laughs> you know don't talk about it anymore you know yeah we talk about not only what someone's going through it was literally four months i'm in here at the radio yeah. station not literally leaving the radio station driving an apartment and you know i never said i'm going to my apartment mercedes just... is better than me i would have been all up in your business <laughs> i would have followed behind you be like where's he going what's he doing why is he have so much clothes in his car because sometimes i'd hear things i'm like no really and then I'm like, no, because then I'd be, I, 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 I try to like tiptoe around things, and I, then I just felt like you shut it down. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna say anything. Well, if you would have been like, if someone came up, like, because yeah, my buddies knew outside the radio station, they knew what was going on and that the things we were going through. Because I said to Laura last, talking about last night, I'm not gonna bring it up. She's like, well, like all of our friends know, like people know. It's not, it's not like it was a secret. Like it was a secret at the time, though. 
It was like I, I kind of yeah. kept it a secret. But if people, if someone came up to me and asked me about it, I probably, probably would have talked about it. Or maybe I needed some. Maybe I needed someone to talk to. Maybe I needed someone to put that pressure on me to kind of open up and just have a breakdown back then. But well, I'm sorry right I now. didn't. I, try, I tried, <laughs> but I just I wanted no. to, to respect your privacy, too. I would have had you over to my apartment. It was fantastic. <laughs> why, girls night. Yeah, I can't even get in your house. Why, why would I expect to get girls. to your apartment? Fully furnished. <laughs> Bachelor and wine at JC's place. Uh, do we have time for the hot three? We don't, actually. That's okay. That, that, that Again, I uh, just want to let you know that anything that you're going through, I hope you know that we're here for you and it's not always easy to talk about it. And we just, I, I hope, you know, just my speaking for myself, I really respect you for bringing that up. And that's, that's really hard to go through something like that and not have anyone to talk to. And, and, you know, I, I, I know you are a private person, but I am, I am always here for you. No, no you I know that. Absolutely. And I, like and that. I know that. Yeah. 2013. That was an interesting year. But uh, yeah. here we are now at a better spot. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.